Yo. Hold on. Hold on. Second, all right. Yo, yo. Yo, hold on a quick second, all right? All right, can you hear me better? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to put my mic in, and um, you came in right when I was, you know, like recalibrating my mic. I was doing the same thing. Word, word, word. I'm Digger Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. This is Digger and Two Guns News and Views, and we actually don't have a subject tonight, man. No, not really. Nah, man. It's just, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, so. Seeing how all y'all doing out there. Something. So what? We're supposed to talk about something. I just can't remember what it is. Oh, uh, damn. See, it's the weed for you, and it's my old age for me. <laughs> wow. Nigga, my, memory's, my memory's going. I survived the polar vortex. That's good news. Oh, man. What was the coldest temperature you got to? Real temperature? I think it was negative... Well, so that means the wind chill was probably about a negative 38, something like that. Oh, no, no, we good, fam. Like the real feel, the, the real temperature, and then the real feel was like 10 degrees minus the real temperature, and then the wind chill was whatever the wind gust was minus that. Oh, no, fam, we good, man. Like the coldest temperature it got, the coldest temperature it got over here was 33. Yo, 33? I went yeah. outside with no jacket on just now, still on the porch. I feel like it was springtime. Right. It was 33 degrees. <laughs> and you know how people in the South are. It's cold outside. I'm yeah. literally outside in a tank top and basketball shorts. And everybody thought I was fucking insane. Yeah, that's the same thing I did. I went outside <laughs> in, like, a jersey and some basketball shorts just to feel the weather. Like, like a lot- that's a 60-degree difference. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, once you've been exposed to, like, hardened cold temperatures, yeah, you can handle anything. Yeah, your bones different. <laughs> yeah, I, um, there used to be a guy we went to school with on a school bus. Um, I forget his name. Well, no, his name is Jason Theobald. Wow. And he was from, um, like, um, he was from, um, I want to say, like, somewhere like Minnesota, right? I'm bundled up in a jacket. It's about like maybe 40 degrees outside, right? I'm bundled up in a jacket and shit. And this guy's just like wearing a t-shirt on the bus. I'm like, dude, you ain't cold? He's like, no, this this is nowhere near cold. And remember when remember when like around fair time? Yeah. The weather used to be like in between 65 and 50, depending on right. the day, depending on the year. People used to have their outfits, and their outfits usually included a jacket. Right. You get me in 60-degree weather right now. I might have on a, a wife theater. Exactly. Like, I didn't experience you know, I didn't experience true cold until I went to New Jersey. I think the and, last winter you were in New Jersey, I was in New Jersey, too. That's that winter where it just got real cold and it snowed and snowed and snowed. And snowed. I was about to say, it seemed like it snowed three times a week. That was the winter? Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Yep. And it seemed like I said snowed three times a week and I was just like, yo, it's about time for me to come back home, dog. No, actually, you know, let me tell you the weirdest story ever. 
it was the Christmas of 2000, I want to say 15 going into 2016, right? I was in, I can never say this word, Newark Airport. Newark. Am I saying that shit right? <laughs> the correct way to say it is Newark. Newark. Okay, I was in Newark Airport, right? Now, the temperature there was 17 degrees outside, right? So, you know, I had on my North Face. I had on, you know, my little, what I call my Mortal Kombat, you know, thermal mask. <laughs> And I had my hood, you know, not hoodie, but um, my knitted cap on, right? And I got on, I was in the airport and, you know, like I said, 17 degrees leaving New Jersey. I got in South Carolina and my G, it was 86 degrees. And I was overdressed like a motherfucker. You probably was looking like a straight, like you and all I packed was nothing but thermals and sweaters and you know shit like that because that's the temperature I was used to in New York. And I came to see my I came to see my family for Christmas and dog when I said I was suffering, I was suffering. I had to go to Walmart and buy new gear. Yeah, that cold like the extreme cold and the heat is it's it's a body changing. Exactly. Like First things first, man. I want to say, you know, condolences to the 18, you know, homeless people in Chicago that lost their lives. But, you know. Because they actually got it worse than we did. Their temperature was, I think the real feel with the wind gusts was minus 60 or something like that. Oh, what's it called? My my girl, um, Myra, that lives in um, Chicago was just like it was negative 51. You know, you can contract frostbite in within less than a minute if your limbs yeah. are exposed. And then on top of that, I read another sad fucking story where there was a 69-year-old FedEx driver who froze to death in between two tractor trailers. Yeah, yeah I saw something about that on World Star. So Chicken the it. gas. I'm just glad I saw What? Okay, I, I remember what the like, subject was now. But to, before you get on that subject, I thoroughly prepared. Like my my neighbor next door, my little play play wife, I made sure she had four days worth of food and wine just right. in case. I mean, water. Came playing in the background. <laughs> hey, two gun. I think I lost you. Two gun. Okay, I can hear you now. No, but you said... Yes, your doors did not open for two days. For two days? Came yeah. a plane in the background? That's uh-huh. a cam a plane in the background? No, that's uh, got, it, got it, got it. No, no, I'm just saying, when you had the, you know, two days, was cam a plane in the background? Yeah, on Wednesday, I'm pretty sure it came on at least one. Word, word, word. Wednesday and Thursday, it came on at least once. But even when, like, we opened the door to do the, um, the boiling water shit, where you take boiling water and throw it in the air, and the shit just turns into smoke and steam. Oh, how dope was that? It actually worked. We did it, like, three or four times. Get the fuck out of here, dog. It took longer to boil the water than... <laughs> nah, I was using the Pyrex in the microwave. Three minutes, 
I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, Shout out to Pirate. But check this out. I remember what the show topic was about. What? So, it's about um, backwards racism. Yeah, you talk about that. Uh, so let me give my example. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, let me go and give the example. So I have this participant who, you know, we carry around on Tuesdays, right? And he's a Caucasian gentleman, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, right? And he was just like, you know, because when I'm in a vehicle, you know, I put my aux cord in. And, you know, I play Apple Music. And I said, hey, look, do any of you people in the work band got a request? And it was his turn. And he says, I want to hear Ludacris' Word of Mouth album. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Now, they have a skit on there called um, Ludacris' Greatest Hits Sung by Random White People. And I felt, you know, I wouldn't say embarrassed, but it was like a very, you know, tense seating, if that makes sense. Because I'm like, oh, yo, I don't want, you know, even though he picked the CD, it's like, yo, I don't want him thinking that, you know, it's racist, I'm racist or anything to that nature. But, you know, it was just, uh-huh. like, very awkward and uncomfortable. So, <laughs> no, it, it was. It was mad uncomfortable, son. I know what you mean. But, um, you know, and... It's like when, um, you ever watch The Office, yeah. right? It's like when, uh, what's his name? Michael... Michael Scott. Michael Scott did the Chris Rock joke. I didn't see that episode. I just started The Office maybe about a month ago. And I'm only on season two. Well, it was a a Chris Rock joke and then the joke went so-and-so-and-so. But he said it used the N-word, but he didn't mean it as the N-word. He was just repeating the joke as it was said. But he did it in what was considered a black voice because he did it in Chris Rock's voice. Wait, did they say the N-word on actual TV? Well, you know, they beat it out. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. I was about to say. And then they had like a whole a whole thing where somebody had to come and talk about racism at the work and you know what I mean? But really, it was all because of him. Yo, that premise sounds funny as shit. You got to watch it. It's like the second episode of the first season. I did not see that. And I watched the first season. Because yes. I think that's what got me watching it. Okay, so. You got to like, so that. <laughs> This just makes me think of that whole show. That's what got me watching the show. Once I saw the second episode word, word. and how deranged everybody was, but it's something like that. No, it's not racist. It, you know. All right, but um, you know, and you know, we didn't talk about it at all, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I I kept on looking back in the rear view and just looking at his face while they're doing it, and it looked like he was smiling and laughing at the skit, but at the same time, I was thinking uh-huh. to myself. If we heard on the Garth Brooks CD, you know, Garth Brooks sung, you know, songs sung by random black people mm-hmm. or, you know, random Puerto Rican people or anything to that nature, would we be offended? And if not, why? I don't think so. Okay. Because I know I do random things in different voices like. I'll sing a whole song in a Charleston accent just because it sounds funny. right. You know what I mean? Right. But if a white person did it, <clears throat> it wouldn't be racist because a lot of white people do have that Yeechee accent. You know what right. I mean? Right. And here's the funny thing about it. Just like 
I, you know, I did, um, you know, some research about this topic, right? And I was watching this Snoop Dogg skit where he was dressed as a white guy named Tom. Trying to promote this fake website called White Guys Connect. Right? And I went through the comment section of the video and nobody seemed offended. And I was just like, yo, this is mad weird. Okay, you're here. Yeah. No, you you probably missed everything that I said. I heard something about Snoop. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain again. <clears throat> so when I yeah, I don't know what anchor just did. This okay, yeah, about the anchors fucking up. <laughs> but I'll screen do something funny and then when <clears throat> like did it again and cut all the way off. Word, word, word. But what I was saying about the whole Snoop Dogg <laughs> thing is Snoop Dogg he. You know, I was doing the research behind, you know, the whole reverse racism thing and backwards racism thing. And there was a video of Snoop Dogg dressed as a white guy named Tom. Uh-huh. And he was like promoting this fake website called, you know, whiteguysconnect.com. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, like reading in the comment section, I'm like, yo, nobody finds this offensive. What people said that in the comment section? No, no. In the comment section, is that, oh my God, Snoop is so funny. I like his white alter ego, Tom, this, that, and the third, right? Uh-huh. So let's just, again, let's reverse that. Let's just say, um, I don't know. Think of the whitest guy I could think of. <laughs> well, you know why it is not. I can't, okay, this is the only way I can explain it. It's. Because it's more of an over, it's an over exaggeration of something that's proper. Right. You know what I mean? Right. When it was back in the day, it was an over exaggeration of something that's stereotypical. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, I hear to this day, even you know, I use my white guy voice on the phone, mm. and you know. Sometimes I don't find it offensive. Sometimes I do, depending on my situation and where I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. when I was, you know, doing the intake on one of our clients, he was just like, yeah, man, you know, anytime a job calls, I have to do my white guy voice and this, that, and the third. And then, you know, when they see me in an the interview, they're so happy, you know, to try to get me in through the phone. When they see me in an interview, you can tell the whole demeanor changes. So I don't know whether to be uh-huh. myself or whether to be, you know... <laughs> And I think that's sad. It is. <clears throat> but the white guy voice is so funny to me. It, it can be, yeah. But, you know, I, 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 I don't even like to sound ignorant, but, like, sometimes when you hear people say there's no such thing as talking white. Right. There actually is, because it's not about how you use the words. It's the tone of your voice when you use the words. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking clear English right now. Absolutely. With slang, it is still clear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The white guy voice or the white girl voice is, everything is kind of exaggerated, you know. Enunciated differently. Yeah, and and it's it's just kind of weird. And sometimes when you hear black people talk like that, it sounds so weird. Like, all right, I'm going to tell you a funny story. And um, my... um, my my superior, like, 
when I when I have a phone call with clients, whatever, whatnot, and my superior is in my office, like, or he's just passing by because you have to pass by my office to go to another guy's office, and he, he and he'll hear me on the phone. He goes, "See, anytime you leave messages, I have to look in your office to see who's talking because you use your white guy voice." I said, "What do you mean, my white guy voice?" And he says, "Do you ever hear yourself?" You know, when you're leaving messages or when you're talking to our participants or clients, I said, no. And I caught myself one day because I was just like, you know, oh, very well, Mr. Johnson. Well, Mr. Johnson, I need you to blah, blah, blah. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, I guess I'm doing it because I don't know. I guess, you know, in certain lines of work and certain things that you do, you have to keep a level of professionalism. Like I'm actually you just doing take a little bit of the tone down. You bring the tone down a little bit. Yeah, I mean you you're loosening up. It's just like, you know, hey look, I'm comfortable on the phone. I wanna get these participants cuss Go ahead. You actually tightening up when you do your white guy voice. Right. And you know, it's just, you know, I'm more relaxed and you know, so on and so on. So like I've actually heard, had people in high school just saying, you know, do you realize you talk white? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, it's just mad weird to me. I like, uh, who else? Like, even Dave Chappelle, he had the, the white anchor. Yeah, and nobody seemed offended. And white people love Dave Chappelle. Because it's funny, because it's like, it's almost uh, uptight. But, you know what I mean? But here's the thing, though. If we saw Steve Carell come on the office in blackface and he had the afro uh, and shit, nobody would find that funny. Well, you got to watch that episode because that episode, he did a lot of dumb shit. Okay. Yeah, you got to watch the second episode of the first season. No, I, I did watch I the second episode sure of the first season because the second episode was... um. What's it called? When um they thought Dunder Mifflin was not Dunder Mifflin, but they thought somebody was about to get fired because there was some uh, um memo that came through the facts about you know downsizing. That might have been the first episode. No, the first episode was basically the pilot episode was just an introduction of you know Mike and everybody in the office, and I forget what uh-huh. the premise of the show was because remember that girl broke up with that guy in the mailroom. And they were still living with each other, and you know they were still working at the same place. Oh no, they didn't break up on the first episode. Maybe you were looking at the second season. Oh goodness, yep. I mean, I, like I said, I just started watching it about a month ago, and I haven't watched it in about uh, two or three weeks. So <laughs> let me see what the second episode. Why the office is my shit? I actually got to binge watch that in two weeks because I was doing something. You said the wire in office is your shit? No, I'm saying I got to binge watch it for like two weeks. I thought you said the wire in the office is your shit. I'm about to say, yeah, those are two broad spectrums right there. Now, episode two is diversity day. Okay, so that might be... Episode two, season one. All right, so that might be the episode you're talking about. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so yeah, I got to check that out. But um, you have to. That's the that's the episode that got me to watch it. Oh, let me do the conclusion to the whole story about you know the van and you know Ludacris. Uh-huh. So he's the last person I drop off, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
hey, Mr. Such and Such, I'm not going to say his name on the show, you know, due to our confidentiality clause. And he goes, mm-hmm. you know, Laurie, don't don't worry about it. I've heard that skit thousands of times, and I saw you look uncomfortable when, you know, it came on. So we don't have to talk about what? it. What? Why did you just do that in the white guy voice? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was imitating his voice. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah, I did that so subconsciously. <laughs> But um, he was just like, you know, and that's how it was. It was just like, you know, you don't have to worry about it. I've heard it thousands of times before. I saw you look, you know, uncomfortable when it came on. I'm cool with it. I, mm-hmm. I knew it was coming in the middle of the CD, the set, and the third. And I asked him, I said, you don't find that offensive? And he, like, takes a long pause, and he's just like, not really, because the shit y'all been through for 400 years, we deserve it. <laughs> yeah. So he understands. Right, but you know, there aren't that many people that are like Mr. D- oh, I was about to say his name. That are not, oh. you know, there's not that many people that are like him, you know what I mean? Like, we went to uh-huh. school with some fucking racists. <laughs> yeah, like the Confederate flag, tobacco spitting, you know? <laughs> but you know what? Even in school, a lot of the kids who wore those Dixie outfit shirts, yeah. they weren't racist. A lot of them, I know so. I mean, I fucked a few bitches that had Dixie out for the shirts. I even knew a girl named Dixie who used to wear the Dixie outfit. Yo, wait. Oh, God. Dixie's last name. Oh, God. Um, I can't remember, but she was nice as hell. Right. No, I know who she you're talking about. Uh-huh. I know who you're talking about. God. And, God, I can't remember her last name. And a lot of the people... Dixie Blair. See this? Yeah. And the, the thing about the Confederate flag is we have people who fly the Confederate flag because the Klan flew it. And then you have a lot of people who... Do it for their Southern heritage. Yeah, because they call it a rebel flag. Right. You know what I mean? That's all they think of it is, as a rebel flag. Right. And like I said, it was many of kids... I used to wear those shirts, and they was, you know, it was never nothing. You never get an inkling of them being written. Not saying that their parents weren't. Right. But they sure wasn't. Like, you know, it's so, you know, it's so funny about the rebel flag, though. Like, back in 1995-ish, yeah, I would say, like, back in 95, I remember when the rebel flag was making big waves over the news in South Carolina, right? About the courthouse. Yeah. You know. And I didn't understand it because I'm just like, oh, it's a fucking flag. Like, I didn't understand the symbol, uh-huh. the symbolism behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like, it's a flag. So if they want to fly it, let them fly it. But all the black people would get mad like, oh, so that's what you think? I didn't understand. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because it is what it is. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And they lost. They lost. Right. So I didn't understand it. And, you know, <laughs> it wasn't until I got to maybe about 20-something where somebody sat down and explained, you know, the symbolism behind the flag, why people mm-hmm. think, you know, 
the flag is this, the flag is that. And I was just like, okay, so I understand the uproar, but why do we get this, you know, piece of cloth power? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, a lot of people didn't see it that way. They are just like, you know, if you don't understand, you won't understand. You just got to understand the person who was fine at first. Right. You know what I mean? Because the Dukes of Hazzard was the coolest family in the world. They wasn't racist. Right. <laughs> you know, they were just... You know, and we southerners, proud southerners. And we and we, we talked about this on one show because I was like, was there any black people in Hazard County? And you said there was. There was a sheriff on the other side. Uh-huh. And people, you know, uh random people just around. Yeah, I never watched the Dukes of Hazard. I will say this again on the show. Never watched the Dukes of Hazard. One of my favorite shows of all time. I was actually very upset when they took it off TV because of the flag thing. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Like, now, that's just being petty. You know. Well, that's when all that flag stuff was going on and, the, the, you know, taking it off the Capitol building and people... And then the lady from that, South man. Carolina climbed up the Capitol building and took the flag down yeah. herself. And then you had that house in Trackside who had, like, a hundred flags in their front yard. Right. Like... You know, it's all... Of, like I said, it's all about who... And the flag only flies a flag. The flag only gives power to those who feel offended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like people could look at the American flag and be like, you know. Oh, absolutely. That American flag represents everything bad at some point in time. Yeah, I mean. You know. First, I mean. That American flag represents people, countries getting bombed and gassed and resources getting stolen and, and right because you know, you know when you look at America we're a big bunch of fucking bullies <laughs> pretty much like we go in other people's country and you know run elections and shit like that like god we're and they just do everything we're fucking bullies yeah it's like well, I wouldn't say we are the country we live in is you know, we're all on stolen land, pretty much. Right, right, right. No, you said pretty much, no, we are on stolen land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, think about it, Dad. We're, we are on stolen land. Yeah. And all of it. So. From the islands to the to everything around it. You know, we never do weekend shows, come to think of it, man. We haven't in a while. We used to do the Classic Sundays. No, no, no. I'm talking about like a Saturday show. Like, when we did Classic oh, yeah. Sundays, that was the beginning of my week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nigga, how was your week? Other than it being fucking brutally blistering cold. I survived. Right. That's about it. Oh, you know what else I found out this week? Something that we talked about on a previous show? No, I don't think we talked about it on the show. I think we talked about it on the phone. Goofy is not a dog. Goofy is a dog. Goofy's not a dog. Goofy's a dog. His bitch was a cow. Goofy, uh, I read Goofy was a cow. Goofy is a dog. His girl was a cow. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I read, um, Cause his, I read, uh, it was on a His meme. name is, yeah, that's, that. I saw that too. That's wrong. Because sometimes his name is Goofus D-Dog. D-A-W-G. Oh. His girl was a cow, and if you look at his girl, his girl has horns. Right. 
Yeah, Goofy's a dog. I was actually saw that me when I was gonna say something to you about it. Then okay, I was like, all right. Goofy's a dog. All right, even on Wikipedia, Goofy. Um, it says Goofy is a tall, anthropomorphic dog with a southern drawl. Uh huh. And he normally wears a rumpled fedora. Okay. He's extremely cl- clumsy, dim-witted. But he is also shown as intuitive and clever. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to remember, Goofy got long ears like a basset hound. Yeah. Yeah, that cow thing, I saw that. I was like, yeah, that's not right. Goofy's a dog. Because remember, we had the whole conversation about a Goofy movie. We did. Yep. Okay, so it was um, off the record of the show. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> no, we went to. Or was it? I thought we were talking about it on the show. No, no, no. I think no. It was the morning I was driving to work, and I was telling you, you know, what movie I saw last night, and that's the blackest. Disney, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the blackest Disney movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that's how you know Goofy's a dog. He's a dog. Dogs are black. All dogs are black. Yeah. Um, <laughs> significant other. Claire Bell Cow. Yeah. And she got horns. Word. So, yeah, even when it says species on Wikipedia, it classifies Goofy as a dog. And you know Goofy's a dog and Goofy's black because his girlfriend's white. Yeah, that's that's true. Black men are dogs. <laughs> 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 All right, you know what? Let's... Everybody... <laughs> Everybody else got a mouse or another duck. He's like, nah, I want a cow. Right. You know, let me um, I, I, let me explain what I explained to you one time before what that we talked about on the phone. Would that? you say that a Goofy movie is the blackest Disney movie ever? Pretty much, yeah. And this is the reason why I say a Goofy movie is the blackest Disney movie ever. First things first, this nigga has a son named Maximilian Goof. Mm-hmm. Maximilian. You know how many black Maximilians I know? Five. How many? Really? I'm dead serious. I will show you. But I got a question for you. Go ahead. Is Goofy racist? Why would you say because that? Because he's a dog? Like, <laughs> is Goofy... Because, you know, Goofy's uh, pretty much... Foolish, and his name is Goofy. Yeah. So is he Goofy because he's a black dog, or are they saying he's Goofy because he's a dumb Southerner? Ooh, that is a great question. I do not. I think it's more so about being a Southerner. I do not have an answer for that. Really, I don't. Yeah, no, I know most people never thought about that, but since you said it's the blackest movie. See how goofy. Well, Goofy wasn't really like crazy Goofy. No, he. Movie, you know like I mean? said, there was a lot of intelligent moments Goofy had in that movie. Yeah, he's just like a klutz. Right. Nah, but this is why I say a Goofy movie is the blackest Disney movie ever. Right. So you had he's cool. Goofy and um, PJ. Right. Mm-hmm. Bombard. A um, what's it called? A pep rally. So he can do one of the most R and B songs ever in a Disney movie. 
concert, an R&B concert for his pep rally, imitating Powerline, who was voiced by Tevin Campbell. Right? So Goofy had this little, he had his haircut in a box slash jerry curl. It was a high top fade with a curl in the front. <laughs> and he was moonwalking and gyrating and, you know, doing the robot and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so and he did all this to impress one girl, right? Uh, and don't get me wrong, what was the girl's name? Roxanne. Uh, Roxanne was, I guess, a little cute little dog, whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> so on and so on. So Goofy had a job at, um, what's it called? A p- portrait studio. Uh-huh. Taking pictures, so he gets a call from the principal and out of nowhere, it's just like, you know, your son, you know, is going to be a menace to society. He's going to end up in jail. This and the third, you know, so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So what does Goofy do? The black father approach. The, um, what's it called? The um, boys in the hood approach. I'm taking my son mm-hmm. out to this neighborhood. We're going on a trip. We're doing male bonding. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a black father thing. For those who were blessed to have the fathers in their life, anytime we did something wrong, my dad made us watch this video <clears throat> about these kids who went to jail. And or he oh, took Lord. us somewhere. Like he took us like, hey, for the weekend we're gonna go to, you know, Greeleyville. And we're gonna see your other side of the family. You know what I mean? It's just like what? Mm. Like, all this for fucking up a school? Damn, dad. So you had that aspect, right? What made it the blackest Disney movie ever? This nigga crashed a concert to impress a girl because he lied to the girl and told her, I'm going to be on stage with Powerline. You set up a party at your house and watch me you know, go on stage with Powerline because my dad's one of his good friends. Mm-hmm. This man told a nigga lie. This man right. told a lie equivalent to if you let me get your tax money, I'm going to flip it and we'll be good. Oh my God, that's like the biggest... Women don't fall for that this year. No, don't do that. Unless I'm telling you, then it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into taxes in a minute, but you can't tell me that a Disney movie is not the blackest Disney movie ever. So does that make Big Pete black too? Oh, hell yeah. Big Pete was black. Because you got to understand, Big Pete was, you know, how most of these modern day niggas are right now. Oh, I got, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I got this flashy thing. I got this. Look at this. You know, it was one of those look at me type niggas. Mm-hmm. And he's just, oh, well, my son's, but was he? huh? But was he black? Was Pete black? Pete, come on. Pete's black as shit, dog. You don't think Pete is like a John Goodman type white person? No. When I think See, that's 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 up when I, that's up for debate. When I think of John Goodman type white person, I think like his character in Roseanne, like Dan Connor, the good old yeah. boy, the blue collar American Pete sometimes. The blue collar American worker. Nigga, that's nigga works at the photo studio with Goofy. Yeah, and the goofy movie, but everything else he was pretty I don't know. He was like I can't you know, Pete I guess Pete changes color with the character. Goofy's always black. <clears throat> 
Okay, yeah. Pete just kind of goes with the flow. All right, so yeah, we can say that too. And I'm pretty sure Donald Duck is black too. Why would you say Donald's black? Because he's raising three kids because he didn't want the state to take them. Okay, I know. I know a bunch of white guys that do that. <laughs> no, actually, I know more white guys that do that than me. I know. That was just me being ignorant. All right, you know what? Let me <laughs> let me go ahead and tell a story about my job. All right, real fast. Okay. All right, so we all know I work at Father to Father. <clears throat> now, every Thursday at 1030, we do orientation, right? For those who want to enroll in the program or try to figure out information about the program, this, that, and the third, right? Last Thursday, I had the... All right, so there's this... I, I don't want to talk about, you know, the guy's color, but he's Caucasian, right? Uh-huh. This man said, hey, look, I need some help and I need some dad advice. I'm like, all right, cool. Go ahead and shoot. He says, I took my kids from my wife, you know, my ex-wife. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I won a custody battle. I was shown I was fit to be a dad, so... I want custody of the kids. I'm like, all right, cool. Congratulations. You know, there's a lot of fathers out there that, you know, would love to hear your story. Why don't you come in and tell them how you got custody, how you did this, and, you know, what you plan to do? He goes, oh, but that's not only that. I'm taking care of my three kids, and I took my sister to court because she's not a fit mother, and I have custody of her kids, too. I'm like, back up. (laughs) You know, just like, you took your nieces and nephews? Yeah, she's not a good mother, and she's not fit in this and the third. Mm. I have never in my life heard of a guy taking his, you know, niece and nephew in for that. Mm. So when you said Donald Duck is white, I'm thinking about Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and what you said is actually true. Because <laughs> 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 they called him Uncle Donald, right? Something uh-huh. when you said that it struck back to this guy that came in for orientation who took his sister's kids because he found her unfit. And you said white people do that. I just had to add that sidebar in to say I can, you know, co sign with that statement. <laughs> 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 but this nigga said, I took my sister's kids because she's not fit. <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, He's obviously a good man. And I said, Back up. You took your sister's kids? He goes, yeah. You know, I feed them. I do this. And I said, you know, I commend you for that. But, you know, what made her unfit? Because she's always working. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't say anything. I just went on with the orientation. Because there was 10 people in the room. And I couldn't just stop and ask this guy questions when I got to focus on everybody else in the room. Mm. But... What you saying that it struck back to that one point. Yeah. I hate to say this on my show. I'm not racist by any means, but yeah, that's a white thing. <laughs> like through and through, that's a white thing. You would do when your Louis mom was on meth. We could say that. No. Yeah, we'll go ahead and say that. They were on meth. And you know, they got a rich uncle. Oh, we come on. We all know. We all know Mickey was white. Yeah, Mickey was definitely white. Mickey's white. He had a dog. The only one on the show with damn pet. Well, an animal with a pet. Yeah, an animal with a pet. 
I'm pretty sure Scrooge is Irish. Come on now, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, McDuck. And as stingy as that nigga was, come on, dog. Right. So. I'm actually on Wikipedia looking up Scrooge McDuck. Oh come on, man. Yeah, he uh he got a voodoo curse placed on him by African sorcerer because he destroyed the village to make a rubber plant, a rubber plantation. Right. You got me looking up Scrooge McDuck on Wikipedia. All right, no, 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 no. I'm just like I'm agreeing with you because like that sounds far fetched. Yeah. So what's going on with this six nine shit? Are you following that? Um, he's snitching. Basically, yeah. Yeah, like. But I believe he's snitching because they have transcripts that they were going to kill him. <clears throat> um, you yeah, I, I read that. Shoddy or whatever. I read that. Yeah, Trey Ray Shoddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not transcript, it's audio also with um a plot yeah. that I'm murdering. So Scrooge McDuck's net worth in twenty thirteen is sixty five billion dollars. Sixty five billion? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. A cartoon with a net worth nigga. <laughs> yeah, sixty five billion dollars. Sixty five billion dollars. Like y'all heard it first on the show. Dollars. Shout out to Scrooge McDuck. He swam in his money. He had it in gold. That's true. And he didn't wear pants. Like, every time I saw DuckTales and I would see him swimming through the money and shit, I'm thinking about, you know, like, this is the funny thing. I used to collect coins, like pennies and shit, right? I used to have this little Coca-Cola thing, like this big, tall, like, four-foot Coca-Cola bottle, and I used to throw all my change, you know, in the year that I, you know, cruise in the year in this Coca-Cola thing, and I would always cash it on December 31st, right? One year, for some odd reason, I had a lot of change, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, like, it got to the point where, like, I can literally put my hand down in it, and I tried to put my hand down, like, Scrooge, you know, dove in the money, and I damn near broke my fingers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, how the fuck did Scrooge McDuck get a diving board in his gold room and just swim through this shit like it was nothing. In his gold tower. And I just thought about it. This nigga's a cartoon character. <laughs> but Scrooge was the second richest duck in the world. Who was the first? Um, I can't remember his name. Where did you find this nigga's net worth at? Wikipedia. Oh, Still word. On there. But I remember he had like an antagonist in the in the uh show. It says his nationality is Scottish. Scottish, okay. I know it was something that could put a Mick in the front of it. So. Word, word, word. Like too good. I'm gonna add a sidebar to the shit. There's this thick bitch walking through my neighborhood, right? Okay. Cause I'm doing the show in the um in the um, SUV today, right? Yeah. So there's like this thick bitch with this big ass dog walking through the neighborhood, and this dog just took a shit in my yard. Oh wow! 
And she looked at me and I looked at her and she's just like shrugs your shoulders. I'm like, no, nah, don't you shrug your shoulders, bitch. You better get your dog up out my yard. I didn't say it though. I, I said that with my eyes. <laughs> I said it with my eyes, you know, just like you better get your dog up out my fucking yard. That's kind of fucked up though that she didn't pick it up. It is. Scrooge McDuck is God sixty-five billion dollars. It doesn't even say what he did for a living. Investments. Well, he started the rubber plantation, then he bought some other shit. Damn, like Flint Heart Glom Gold. I think that's his rival. Alright. What was she fine? Back to the dick bitch. Oh. No. No. She is oh. no. But um come on now, you know. You can notice a thick bitch and she does not have to, you know. Yeah. How many times have you seen like you're walking down up and down the aisles of Walmart? You see a girl that looks good from the back, so you're just like, okay, I know I don't need cereal, but I'm going to go down this aisle anyway. Oh, plenty of times. Then you're disappointed when you get up close. Right. So you're just sitting there like, you know you don't need cereal, so you're like, let me breeze by the many weeks so I can look at the, oh, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> and usually, like even back in the day, usually the dickest girls used to be not as pretty. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, it was like a, you got to get an ugly girl with fat ass. Nah, some. Now, there was a lot of ones that surprised us too, now. Yeah, there was. But usually back in the day, the bigger girls are usually not as pretty. So, yeah. They just have bodies. And they used to do strange things because they know they wasn't cute. So they went the extra mile and showed what that mouth did. Yeah, I'm not about to name any names, but. I know a few. <laughs> I'm not naming any names. So, but yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you know what? I I think we're about through. My bad. No, you good. I think you're about through. Now yeah. I know tomorrow Ray's not gonna do want to do anything because his boys are playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl tomorrow. Who you got? Everybody in Atlanta, don't catch AIDS. Oh, right. Who you got? You know? Uh, I'll go with the Rams. Okay. I was... I'm not a big football fan. You know, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl, man. My team's not in it. My team never has been in it, so... I only watch the Super Bowl for the commercials and the halftime show. You really want to watch Maroon 5? No, last time I really watched the halftime show was when Janet Jackson titty jumped out. Oh, you then that means you missed the Purple Rain by um Purple Rain by Prince. I watched that one, but I watched it like I didn't watch it live. <laughs> I watched it live, but you know how? You know, like I said, I thought it was staged when he started performing Purple Rain and it started raining. Uh, like it looked staged, but it wasn't. I do remember Janice titty popping. Uh, you only saw that titty for 0.3 seconds. 
Man, that titty jumped out, and that shit was planned. Talk about wardrobe malfunction. What Chris Rock say? He said, Janet whipping his titty out on a Sunday. A 40-year-old titty at that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Janet for keeping her face tight with plastic surgery. Right. Janet, Janet Jackson look like Eartha Kitt. Janet, um, I was about to say, Janet is going to get the biggest honor in music in two weeks. Ooh. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. So now she's in there with her brothers and her brother. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Like, you have the family, the damn near everybody's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shit, not Reby, not Latoya. <laughs> yeah. They don't even, Randy shouldn't even really be. I was going to say, you never played a bongo. I was going to say, Randy's even in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with his brothers. Yeah, he got that by default, though. Because they inducted Cause the Jackson if, 5, not the Jacksons. Because if Jermaine would have never um, stayed with Mary Hazel Gordy, he would have went with them to CBS, and little Randy would have just been some little shit off to the side playing the bongos, not really in the group. And that's what I said. I said Randy did not deserve to be in the Rockwell Hall of Fame due to the simple fact that Randy was a member of the Jacksons, not the Jackson 5. But you know, it's all they're all the same. Right. You gotta give it to them. So all the brothers And I will say Randy does have one of my favorite Jackson songs of all time. Wait, what is it called again? One more chance on the victory. <clears throat> Randy actually, um have you seen the video where they're on the victory tour and they're doing Shake Your Body to the Ground and Marlon's like doing this like weird ass dance and everybody's looking at him strange? Uh-huh. The way Randy looks at him towards the end of the video was just like, yo. Like, that's that dude. Randy would all... Think about Randy. Randy always took his shirt off because, you know, Randy was a chisel Jackson. Uh-huh. So, like, they would always rip his shirt off and the women loved that shit. Shout out to Randy. But Jackson. then again, that was... The weirdest looking Jackson, too. The what? The weirdest looking Jackson. No. Nah. Reby was yeah, mad Randy weird had, looking. Nah, Randy head got so big and round like a Rottweiler. <laughs> oh, you talking about in his later years? Yeah, just like he just uh, he just turned into a a pumpkin or some shit. I mean, Marlon's head got big ass. Uh, Marlon got a big ass head too. Not like Randy. Randy got the forehead. Like, hey, Randy's bald now. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Randy's the only Jackson that lost his hair. That we know of. We don't know what's going on with Jermaine's shit. Oh, yeah, Jermaine. The fucking spray paint. Yeah, yeah remember that picture I Jermaine sent you about? Got, Yo, remember that picture I sent you about two yeah. years ago? Jermaine got the spray paint. He got the wig. He got the damn... Lace front. He got the, the, the lace on the back. He got a ponytail. His, it, 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 that nigga crazy. Word the tattoo hairline, and he be, and he be greasy than a bitch. Boy, that's a greasy nigga. <laughs> Yo, he was on. Man Jackson is a greasy nigga. Boy. He was on. Um, he was on Snoop Dogg's um GGN right, Ghetto Gangsta uh, News right, and he was talking about his alkaline water. Now, mind you, when he was on the screen, not only did I take a picture of his hairline for you, but like. 
do you not realize how feminine he is in some of his actions? All of them were kind of like that, though. To be honest with you, nah, not not Marlon. I mean, not Mar- not Marlon, but not Tito. But they all had a soft voice. It wasn't too loud. Like I said, none of them niggas could sing. They just had nice voices. And nice you know why I think they couldn't be too loud? Because if you woke Joe up, that was your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. Rest in peace to Joe Jackson. But they all got that. Their, their mother has that soft voice. Oh, Catherine? Yeah. yeah, Michael said he wanted to marry his mom at one point in his life. You know who else said they wanted to? That's weird, but you know who else said they wanted to marry their mother? R. Kelly. Let's not compare Michael to R. Kelly. No, let's not do that. Did you watch the Neven, Did you watch the Leaving Neverland documentary? I believe I did. <sighs> I get so mad at the Michael Jackson documentaries, though. Here's here's that bothered me because you had these people say you know Michael didn't do it this and the third so on and so on so you're coming out 20 plus years later saying you know what I, you know it did happen I don't believe it what I think it is is you're low on money you needed a gimmick uh-huh. so the estate's still making money exactly Like, come on now! Like, that's just, you came out. We all know R. Kelly did this shit. You, Michael, I don't think exactly. You came out twenty plus years later, dog. Twenty plus years later, might have happened. Come on, dog. Yeah, we don't believe you. I don't really think Michael was doing anything with those kids. Like your story's not consistent. You already said it didn't happen, so on and so on. Y'all, you know, closed out of court. Y'all settled out of court because Michael didn't want, you know, this going on any longer. He didn't want his name tarnished. Y'all got what y'all wanted, right? That bread. Y'all got what y'all wanted. And then you go in court and just say, it never happened. This, that, and the third. And now you go turn around 20 plus years later. You're probably out of the money that Mike gave you. Knowing that dead man can't tell no tales and just say, you know what, it happened. That's actually a pirate slogan. Wait, is it? Yeah, dead men tell no tale. <clears throat> but it's the truth, though. Yeah, I used to be a pirate in my past life. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I was a pirate at one point. I was a runaway slave. I got hung. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, you're too tall. I've, I always feel like, you know, but, you know, you watch movies like 12 Years a Slave, the San Antonio, and you're like, damn, I feel that. And you know how you like have. Why was you a runaway slave and you was the closest nigga to the house? Oh, because I'm light skinned. That's not cool, man. Yeah, you. I, I was there too. I wasn't okay. Like you was the nigga on the porch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was right out. I was. I used to holler at you from the porch. You know what I mean? Give you a high five. Be like, yo, you see Matilda with the fat ass out there in the field type shit. I'm gonna run out there when I get off the clock. Type shit. Yeah, you, you was on the porch. No, and you were on the porch. I was in the house. <laughs> We was we was we was there. We were there. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, happy Black History Month, y'all. Yeah, happy Black History Month. Word. 
But yeah, moving the house. You could joke about stuff. And that, that's one thing I like. You could joke about shit like that. Some people get offended when you say shit like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what, as a matter of fact, that's what um, I'm in group chat with, you know, majority of the people who guested on the show, right? And that's what they always say about me and Red. You guys were the house niggas. <laughs> you had to be in the house because you the tallest one that could clean the ceiling. That's true. You know, I I probably was cleaning the stable, whatever. I had know, to pull up the china, the put up the china and shit. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I could slick my hair back, so I probably went to town a couple times with my suit on. Right. <laughs> you got to help them go to the auction and pick out the new slaves. <laughs> you know, pick out, you know, the, the the one the girls and all that. Word, word, word. You know, go ahead and go ahead and grab that one. She worth every bit of that eight hundred and I'm gonna get some of that when she come through. Exactly. So we were the ones that you know they used to breed. Yeah. So we had our he was in the he was in the field. We had our perks. Yeah. We got the good food, and that's why we like eating what we eat now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucked up. Word. But I'm going to go ahead and end it right here, man. All right. I'm digging. Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. I'm digging, Jones. That's Two Gun Tony. Two Gun, close us out, man. Um, happy Black History Month. Yeah. We're going to have to do a Black History music show. Word. We probably, even though we always do a Black History music show. <clears throat> exactly. So do you think we should have saved our, like, decades of music for Black History Month? Uh, probably not, because you, it's so much detail you could go into Word. other genres of music. Oh, yeah. Also- the, the Caribbean music, the... the, the Spanish music, all that has roots in black music. Everything that comes from the drum. Also, also, the What Happened to That Boy show coming up soon. Yes. So, like, I actually actually finally got a list of people that will make you go like, you know what? What the fuck happened to him or them? Where they at, though? I will say one thing, though. Where the little soldiers at? Oh God, who knows? <laughs> they probably locked up. Stop it! All right, I'm digging Jones. That's two gun Tony. Two gun final <laughs> words. Uh, love, peace, and hair grease. Yeah, my final words are: love everybody or be somebody that everybody could love. Yeah, and nobody will probably love you at that. And on that note, we are out. Later. Peace.